Hello, I'm Olive B, a mother, a proud grandmother, a certified kitchen designer, and the host of Design and Beyond. This show is about doing something beautiful for the mind, your body, and yes, your home. You'll be hearing me ramble. My guest and I ramble about improving our overall well-being for the mind, the body, and the home. So, saddle up and enjoy the journey as we embark on this endeavour of self-improvement. Hello and welcome, and if this is your first time tuning in, I'm Olive B, and the host of Design and Beyond. Joining me today is award-winning designer, Barbara Heyman. Thank you for joining me, Barbara. Thank you, Olive. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So here, I mean, it's been a rough day today. Uh, Did you actually venture out in the snow? No, I actually stayed home all day. I did some work here, but Mm. I did not want to go out in this crazy snow weather. Nor me, but I worked from home as well. But I do find sometimes, you know, like, um, I don't know, maybe you find this yourself, especially when you've got installation going on. Do you, people may not understand why their work is delayed because of the weather? Right. Yeah. So, well, for the most part, people do understand if the weather is bad that, you know, I don't want to be dragging their furniture mm-hmm. out in the snow or, um, you know, risking my life and the life of my installer right. to, to go out in the snow and be bringing heavy stuff in. So for the most part, they understand. But occasionally you'll find somebody who... Well, not too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. You know, they feel as if the weather doesn't affect us somehow. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so anyway, so you are an award-winning designer because was that last year, was that the first time you actually entered into the competition? No, I've entered three years in a row okay and I won two awards last year and the year before that I won three awards so 20 2018 2017 yes okay great so what do you actually call yourself are you an interior designer or um a decorator what category do you come under so I am probably by the book an interior decorator okay to me you know I don't to me it it, it doesn't really matter what you call mm-hmm. me because I do find myself doing a lot of what interior designers do so right. I'm, more than, I'm more than just a decorator I I'm actually a designer but if we go by how people define designers they'd probably call me a decorator I really don't care what people call me I know right. I know what I can do and I know I do it well. So Right. So, you know, so the term, just so people understand what we're talking about, um, what is the difference with an interior designer and a decorator? So, so for the most part, a decorator just goes in and decorates. So they'll, mm. you know, add, they can do color. They are decorating a space that's already existing. A designer does more than that. So they're doing space planning they're working with contractors and other you know other, other people to make a room come together so so they're working with a lot of the building part of it the the 
the the bones of what goes into a room for the most part. Right. Okay. So I want to know a little bit more. Well, I know a lot more about you because we met. I mean, it was about what three years ago, something like that, where we met. We met at an event. Yeah, we did. And three years, it feels. I think like it was more than that. It does, doesn't I it? Uh, it could, it could, you know, it could even be about four years ago. Yeah, it could be it's probably more like that. four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but um, we um used to that for good reasons, right? Because um, we were at an event, and you know, and you know, um, you were like the fly in a glass of milk, <laughs> <laughs> like myself. Oh my gosh. <laughs> We know how it goes. Yes, we do. <laughs> you know, and also what was in, it's interesting because we also have a few things in common. I mean, number one, we're both are foreigners to this country. Right. We are. I'm from Jamaica. Right. And my, my family is um, originally from Jamaica as well, even though I grew up in England and I was born there, but my family's originally from Jamaica. So um, I feel as if we had this kind of kindred spirit because of that. We and also, did. Yeah. And we, we also connected have, right away, didn't we? We sure did. <laughs> and because we share the same passion as well in design. Right. So growing up in Jamaica, did you design in Jamaica or was this something that you did when you came to this country? So when I was in Jamaica, that's where the actual, the dream was born. When I okay. was in Jamaica, that's when I started to develop this love for de design and this yearning to be an interior decorator. And I started doing that with my own home. So I remember watching HGTV a lot. Right. And I remember being fascinated by Christopher Lowell. I don't even know where that guy is now, but a yeah, lot of Yeah, he was I, good though. He was good. Yeah, a lot yeah. of what I and he was funny. Yes, that's right. You yeah, know this I don't know if you remember this. I have to cut you a bit. I always I never forget when he talked about um and I actually saw this when I was in England, this show, where he spoke about, you know, working with what you got and he had a picture, um there was someone who had um a pink bathroom. I don't know if you saw that one. And he really showed, you know, when you've got those old pink tiles mm -hmm. and he he teamed that with um gosh, I think it was with a brown, the nice chocolate colour. And just showing, showing that you just have to work with it. You don't try to fight it. And right. that, that was a really, really good show. I enjoyed that one. But anyway. I don't remember that particular oh, episode. Oh, I remember that one. But, Anyway, you can carry but on. But I would watch him every single day. I absorbed everything he was talking about. And then I started practicing a lot of it in my own home. So back then, back in the, you know, early 90s, um that rag technique on the walls or the sponge painting mm -hmm. on the walls was was very popular and so i i was doing that a lot in my own home during that time too my brother and his wife also started uh, a design business so oh. yeah so i would you know go with them sometimes on their jobs and worked with them part-time a few times uh to kind of get my feet wet but that's that's where the passion actually started back then in Jamaica mm. I used to dream of uh opening a design store I had no idea how I was gonna do it right. but I had this dream way back then that I wanted to open a 
a design store right. and, and I had, you know, all this this vision of what I was going to sell in it and all this, right. <laughs> all this wonderful stuff. So, yeah, it started some 30 years ago, probably. Okay. So is it big? Do people typically use interior designers in Jamaica, would you say? Yes, people do, because my brother and his wife do have a thriving business. Okay. Um, Where are they located? They're in Montego. They're in Montego Bay. Okay. So they do have, they do, they do have clients, but a huge part of their business actually comes from the hotels. So they do make, they make some of the draperies and bedding for some of the Sandals hotels. So, okay. But yeah, yeah, people do, people do decorate there all right so you so naturally it sounded as if you got your start once she came to america yes so i moved here in 2000 and i actually went back to school so i was in school for a number of years and i completed my degree in communication Mm. and then i remember the moment i graduated and i have my degree in communication and i'm going Oh my gosh, what did I just do? I wanted mm. a degree in interior design. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and so I actually did think of going back to school to get a degree in interior design, but around about that same time was when my daughter was getting ready to go to college. And right. I and I realized, oh my gosh, I can't afford to have two people in college. So mm. I had to scrap that idea. And choose a different route. That's right. <laughs> so I went to work in pharmaceutical. Mm. And I did that for a number of years. And during that time, I, you know, I bought a house here and decorated it. And during that period, there was a period of time where I, I, had, I hosted a lot of parties, mm. invited lots of people over, and they would always say, why aren't you a designer? Your mm. house is so beautiful. Like, you should do this. And many of them would say to me, why don't you come and decorate my house? And so I had that in the back of my mind. So when I lost my job at the pharmaceutical company, Mm. um, it gave me an opportunity to kind of segue into what I really wanted to do, which is design. Right. Nothing beats being unemployed sometimes and getting your dream out there. No, exactly. So, you know, it's, it's, it taught me that hey that just because one door closes doesn't mean a better door isn't going to open for you that's right so i want to go into speaking about your inspiration and everything else but before i move into that section i call this my tea up section um, time mm-hmm. and i've got five question random questions i'm going to ask you are you ready sure all right <laughs> so favorite room to decorate Oh, wow. I love to decorate probably family room. Okay. Yeah, family room. All right. Oh, which famous person would you like to decorate for? Wow. I would love to decorate for uh, Oprah. Mm. Which room would you choose? Family room or would you choose a different room? Girl, I would do the entire house. (laughs) (laughs) Why choose one room? I wouldn't want to do her entire space. (laughs) Right, the paint be good. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, oh, least favorite color. So which color would you say? Gosh, I hope no one picks this color. Purple. Okay. Um, because? I don't know. I just don't like purple. But I've actually had people ask for purple. <laughs> and luckily, I had this one client ask for purple. And her husband was right there. And he said, no way. So I was happy about that. <laughs> so, okay. So this is another question. How do you get someone to, how would you steer someone away? You know, from, if you feel less, if you don't like a particular color. I, you know, ultimately I'm going to give the client what they want and what mm -hmm. they love and what they're asking for. But if I feel like it's the wrong choice, right? Um, I typically will say, are you sure that's really what you want to do? Right, <laughs> and right. then I'll show them something else that looks better than what they're asking for. All right. And, and, and for the most part, they'll go with my suggestion. Okay, good. So favorite season. Now we're in winter time. Is oh that your God, favorite? summer. 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 Okay. <laughs> I hate winter. Now we all have our advice. What is yeah. yours? Oh gosh. Um don't tell me you got plenty. Uh I do, but I'll, okay. So people who chew like really noisily. Oh, you know it's funny. I you know I don't really <laughs> like that bothers me too. Yeah. That really bothers me. You yeah, know. Yeah, I don't like yeah. it. And and, you know. and and the close second is like people who don't know how to write properly i mean I, and, and i'm not perfect at writing but bad english is, okay yeah it yeah. is so so what is your when, when what is the stuff that you um you know weakness this is never a question what is what you just say is your weakness such as like some people have a weakness for chocolate or whatever so what is that for you ice cream oh what flavor oh my gosh i am you know what? I black cherry. Oh, black cherry. Cool. Yeah, I love black cherry. I was gonna say, I was gonna say that I like to try all the new, every new flavor that comes out. I like to try it, but I find that I do go back to black cherry a lot. All right. Okay. So thanks for that. Let's move on <laughs> now into <laughs> the meat of our discussion. And I want to know because we all get our inspiration from somewhere. You know. Um, you know, do you find that your Caribbean background inspires you when you're designing or you find that you get influenced from different parts of the world? Um, so, yeah, my Caribbean influence does follow me because, you know, in the Caribbean, we tend to love color. Mm -hmm. We tend to love bright colors. We tend to love the blues and the greens and the yellows and the orange. And so um, I'm always yearning to use those colors when I walk into a room. Um, and I find that not a lot of people go for, right. the, you know, the colors that we're accustomed to using. In right, the right. So um, I've had to tame that part of, you know, my own personal culture just because it doesn't really fit into where I am today. Right. So most of my inspiration is going to come from 
you know, local influences, like things around here that right. most people go for. And the area, do you typically do a lot of work in like the suburbs? Is that mostly where you're, you're yes. located? Yeah, I'm mostly working in the suburbs. And you find people are a little bit more conservative, more traditional. You do a lot more traditional and transitional work, would you say? Yeah, definitely. Most people, most of my clients that I work with are more, con- more not contemporary, definitely not. They're more traditional, transitional. Right. They tend to, they tend to love more neutral colors with pops of color. Right. Um, yeah. So I don't all, I don't often get a chance to really go with splashes of beautiful, brilliant color. And you know, it's funny you're saying that because there's sometimes I have this really brilliant idea, a real great design and I want to try and it could even be with a material or paint color or whatever. Um, along that line that's a little bit outside the box of the norm and you've got a client and you're thinking oh gosh this is going to be perfect to work with and it's it's sometimes you can get them to go down that path do you find that you know you try to work something in that you maybe seen at one of these um design shows that you feel as if look this client would really benefit from that yeah sometimes I do push my clients a little bit over Mm -hmm. the edge I will tell them that I like to do that. So in the beginning, when I meet people, if they seem to be really uber conservative, mm. I will say to them that um, I do like to push people a little bit over the edge. So if you're super traditional, I like to push you a little bit to right. the right. And, you know, and I'll tell them I'm never going to push you to a point where you're uncomfortable. Right. But I'll, I'll, I'll let you move a little bit just so you're still in your comfort zone. Um, but I want you to trust me with this. Right. All right. And I find that most times they will let me push them a little bit. And a lot of times they will say to me in the end, I would have never thought to do this, but mm. I love it. It's funny, I remember that reminds me of a client that I had, um, very super, super conservative. And I suggested a particular tile for a kitchen and it, you know, it had that vibrant red that was, um, you know, splashing out. It was really, really nice um, color that really complemented um, her choice of cabinet. But she went for one that was so muted. And when we was, I stopped by her home and we have a look and she felt, mm, you know what, it really wasn't, you know, she realized that it didn't give her that oomph that she was looking for. Right. So something happened where they they had to go back and retile that section again. Oh, my goodness. And yeah, but I, I don't know what happened. I think the contractor made a mistake or, and so... They had the opportunity to change. Yeah. And so wow. she went she went back and did the tile that I suggested and she was so happy for that. And it looked yeah. so much better. And I you know, know, yeah, sometimes I say to people, please just trust me, just trust me on this yeah. because you know what's gonna work and you know yeah. what even has you can be conservative, but yet still um stepping out of that, you'd be surprised how you're gonna enjoy it. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean Sometimes people are scared and it is up to us as a designer to hold their hand and gently walk them through the process and do a little coaxing just to get them Mm -hmm. to step out of their box a little bit. Right. And after all, that's the reason why they hired us. That's correct. Exactly. (laughs)
Right. So anyway, this question I, I had to ask someone um, last at my last podcast, and I'm going to ask you this. Um, you know, his field is a little bit different from ours because he was a life coach. But I know for myself, and I'm sure you may experience this yourself, where you have a client and there comes a time that you feel you may have to let them go. Yes. What? I have felt that way. Right. When is it that you feel as if, okay, this is the type of client that I feel is not going to work and we cannot work together? So there are times when, well, I've met clients who just took forever to make a decision mm. and they would, they, you know, they, they want to have their, they second guess everything. Um, and in spite of, you know, there are times when I've done everything I can to convince them that, hey, this is the right choice. I think mm -hmm. you're going to love it. Trust me on this. I do this every day. You've seen my work. Um, and they just can't commit. Mm -hmm. And, you know, at some point, I, I, I can't spend too much time. Right trying to convince someone who's never going to make a decision. Right. And, and uh, those are, those are the times you just have to walk away. Right. I agree. You know, because um, you find you could be spinning your wheels, right? you know, going exactly. through and you know what, and maybe they're not ready to take that leap at that time. Right. You know, sometimes it's that that's why they are hesitant because they really are not ready to make any changes. You know, and so, you know, just leaving it open for them to say, look, when you when you really feel you're ready, then come back. Right. You know? yeah. right. yeah. So I've had to do that. Right. So just moving on, just changing this pace a little bit. Um, I'm sure you agree. You're like yourself, myself and uh, millions of people around the world. We, we live such busy lives and and I think. We look at our homes very differently now in the sense that people, once they step into the house, they want to feel as if it's almost like a place that they can, like a personal retreat, you know, like yeah. if they're on vacation um, where they feel they can relax, really unwind. So I want you to talk about um, the bedroom. And the reason why I select the bedroom, because the, the bedroom is an area of, of course, most of the time when you go to a hotel or whatever, you know, we all want to know what the room we're staying in looks like. So how would you go about creating a room? You know, if you can think about five things, maybe you know about more things that you would do in a, within that space in creating like this really beautiful retreat for a person in their bedroom. Okay. So um, I think one of the first things that, well, one of the most important things is to just declutter the space. Mm. So get rid of all the things that don't belong. You know, we have a tendency sometimes to have stuff piling up in your bedroom. And one of the first things you do would be just to declutter, get rid of all the extra stuff that's not needed. Your bedroom's supposed to feel rested. And so if you're walking into your bedroom and you know, there's stuff on the bed and the bed isn't made and there's things on the floor. It's just not a restful feeling and you walk in feeling stressed because you really want to get it cleaned up. Right. So the second thing would be just to make sure that your bed, your bed is made in the morning when you leave because, again, you make your bed in the morning, in the evening when you come home, it is made and ready for you to go in and you're not stressed about having to 
joint in the bed, get rid of all the stuff, and then get into bed again. Right, right. So, um, having said that, um, a comfortable mattress. And if you think about when you go to a hotel, you know, a really nice hotel, and you walk into the room, one of the first things you probably are going to do is lay on the bed. Right, test the bed. Yes, that's right. Lay on the bed. Yes. So so it's important to have a comfortable mattress. Um, Nice, clean sheets are important. Um, And I find even in my own experience, um, I've started to emulate the whole hotel feeling where Mm. they use a lot of white sheets. Right. So I find myself, I'm going more towards the white sheets. Okay. Um, I used to do lots of color, right. you know, colorful sheets. And now I find myself doing white. Um, and it just makes me feel like I'm in a hotel room. Okay. So, and I'm not saying that people should do that. I'm, you know, that's, I feel that way when I come home and I'm laying on nice, clean, crisp white sheets. Let's talk about colors. Let's stay at that point. So, um, maybe you're going to go into this as well, the color of the room, um, and also window treatment. I mean, do you, what colors would you say you would avoid for a bedroom if you want that nice, restful feel? So I would avoid bright red. Red is a very energetic color, so it's not conducive to rest. Um, anything that's too bright is just not conducive to rest. So bright reds, bright oranges, uh, bright I've seen really bright neon pinks in bedroom mm. bedrooms, and I feel that like those colors are just too energetic. Like you want your space to be restful and calm. So bright colors, mm. in my opinion, are just not a, a no no. A no no. I mean, yeah. if you want to do one accent wall, you know, probably on the wall behind the bed, maybe. Right. I was gonna say yes. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> right, but. But to do an entire room in a bright right. energetic color to me is just doesn't speak to me about right. restfulness. Right. Window treatments, yes. Um, so again, if you if if you can afford to do blackout uh, curtains or shades, I find that they're very helpful in right. helping you to sleep. I know that because I just redid my bedroom. Yeah. And we put a uh, blackout shade in, and it's the best sleep I've ever had. Wow. So it made that big difference. It made such a huge difference. Wow. Yeah, put in blackout shades in. Okay. It just feels restful. I get really, you know, I, I get a really good night's sleep because I don't have that light invading, you know, especially in the summertime when the light, when the sun is up really early, I, right. I, I'm not waking up way too early than I want to <laughs> because well, the I light. can understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause my, I have like a double layer in my bedroom with curtains and it's still too bright. So it's something that I know I have to invest in the yeah. blackout shades. That'd be yeah, interesting. Think, yeah. I should think invest. about when you go to a hotel and most hotel rooms have blackout shade that's true and yeah yeah, and you pull the blackout shade and in most hotels also they don't um somehow there's a light gap coming in in the middle Mm -hmm. so so in the morning that one little streak of light is coming (laughs) in and most times it's in your eyes right (laughs) 
but yeah. but you know if that's not an issue just think about how restful it feels when you're sleeping in a room that's completely dark and the temperature is perfect it's nice and cool and you're under nice comfy blankets how restful it feels wonderful right what about with furnishing you know like um you know um carpet no carpet you know do you how do you feel about that because i know more and more people feel they want to move towards the organic way in the home and eliminating carpets do you find that you're designing a lot more in that way so most people are actually yes going away from having carpets in the room and they're going for that uh hardwood floor right look in the room however you know, softening the space again with a rug mm. is 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 going to be important because on a wood floor, if you're walking on it, it, te- it does tend to be noisy sometimes if you're walking on it with your shoes. So you want to soften that space right. and bring in another layer of color by putting uh, an arrow rug down on that floor. All right. So that's great. So what we looked into, um, just to recap, so everyone can look into, um, you can rewind this if you want to get a pen out, get one out now. So declutter is, and I do feel that it's so true because I know with myself, um, there's comes some, some, some weeks I could be like just changing clothes and I just pile it up on the chair. Mm-hmm. I don't feel, I don't feel too restful. So it is true about decluttering, putting things back where they should be. That really makes a big difference, um, right. especially the place you rest in. Your bed, making up your bed. Um, I think yeah. that's I think that's important. I've heard people say, oh, you know, why make it up? Because you're only going to get in the bed at night. But I know if these people went to the hotel and the bed wasn't made. Exactly. And the ch- they wouldn't be so happy, right? Exactly. <laughs> and the chambermaid said to them, ain't you going to bed tonight? <laughs> don't think that will play out too well. That's but yeah. Right. Making a bed, because that is so inviting, and I do agree with that. And having a great mattress, another point that you mentioned, I think that's wonderful because it's true. There's nothing beats in sleeping on a great mattress. So it's true that we should invest in that. That's one area that I feel we should invest. Um, White sheets, um, I do love to see white sheets, and I... uh, They do say, especially those, if they are planning to do Airbnb, Mm -hmm. um, they do recommend that they should do white sheets because people do feel that when they walk in, they know that the sheets, that the are, sheets clean. are clean. Yes. Absolutely. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's what I that's what I told my husband the other day. He's like, Why do they always put white sheets on the hotel beds? And I said, Well, if if it's dirty, you walk in, you're gonna know. <laughs> that's right. And also like going into color, you know, talking about color, um avoid any bright colors. Right. And if you do, yes, if you You do do the bright color color and the bedding, but not. Yes. Yes, I agree. I can, I can live with that. And um, if you are able to invest in one, use blackout curtains, blackout shades, um, like you attest to how beneficial it's been to you. Experts, they recognize that we should do that. And I do feel, um, oh, you know, I want to speak to you about with the TV. Do you find more and more people are taking the TV out the room or are they, keeping it in the room um i find that even if they have a tv in the room it doesn't get used as much right anymore i think more and more especially older people like people in my age group we're finding that we we want our bedroom to be restful and we right. want it to be a retreat and having a television in the bedroom 
just does not lend itself to that. So I find personally that more and more people are going away from having the television in the room. Right. I, I have one in my room and I rarely ever turn it on. Right. So I have when to... I go to bed, it's time to go to bed. Right. Is it disguised in any way? Do you have it behind a cabinet or? No. Okay. <laughs> Mine so... isn't. It used to be in an armoire, but we when we redid the bedroom, yeah. it's now hanging on the walls and, on you know, now, in retrospect, I'm thinking we probably didn't need to have that television there because no one ever watches it. Okay. So, hey, that might be one of those things that it might find a new place in your home. It might. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, there we have it about the bedroom. So, I want you to go into, like I said, last last year, you said for the last three years, you got into, um, you won the competition. Yeah. And I want you to talk about what it is that the listeners and myself, we can do in helping you in this, this year. Because when is the competition? When is the voting going through? So, so voting's actually started, but oh. it's, it, it's been, it's closed to designers currently. So even though voting is open, it's been open to a select group. Okay. When we're done voting, probably by the end of this week, I think voting may, I sorry, I don't have the dates, but voting should be open next week for the public to vote and it will be open for two weeks. Okay. So if anyone wants to see your work and they say they want to give a vote on, you know, the public wants to give a vote on that, how could they get to see any of your work? Okay, so this year I actually have 11 entries. Oh, nice. Um, and I know that that's a lot to ask people to do. So I will be posting, as soon as voting is, is mm. open, I'll be posting all of my entries on my Facebook page. And people will have a chance to, you know, select the one the one of my entries <laughs> that right. they'd like. So to what's, what's your Facebook page? If you just tell everyone what your Facebook page is. So it's facebook.com slash Barbara McKinnis Heyman. Okay. All so right. That's my business page. I'll be posting all of my entries there. There'll be numbers. They're in, they're in different categories. So I will list all of them. People will be able to vote more than once. So nice. for those who would like to, you can vote or you can, you know, take a look at all of them one day, come back the next day and figure out which ones you want to vote for. Okay, cool. So if anyone says, all right, you know, I, I, I really would like to get in touch with you, Barbara, what's the best way? So the best way to reach me would be by phone um, or by email. Okay. All right. And they can find that on your Facebook page. They can find that on my Facebook page. Oh, wonderful. Barbara, this was great talking to you. And you know what? I, you know, I'm really looking forward to, and I'm hoping that I can get a project real soon to start that we can work together. I'd love to do that. I, am, I would be looking forward to that. I, in fact, we should be having one coming up soon. I have spoken Wonderful. to the I have spoken to the client about you and what you do and your special how you specialize in your window treatment. So she's excited. I'm so, excited to meet her and yes, you too. Yes. And hey, and guess what? She'd be working on that bedroom um of hers. I'm I'm starting the bathroom, but she will be working on the bedroom. So it would be great for you to you know get involved in that project i'm working alongside me so Wonderful. once again thank you very much and you know what we will talk soon thanks olive it's been a pleasure okay take care bye-bye bye, -bye. bye.
thank you once again for tuning in. Please subscribe so you won't miss out on the next exciting podcast. Be sure to follow me on Instagram, Wellbeing Through Design, and Facebook, Black Interior Designers Northside. Whatever you are doing, make sure it's something beautiful for your mind, your body, and home. Bottoms up. <laughs>